Hey guys, how's it going? Hi. Hi, how are you? Uh, I want to thank you for coming on to the podcast. Um, Joel and we've been after you for a long time too. And Jill, it's good to get you on here. So um, I appreciate what you're doing and what we're about to talk about. So I guess first things first, can you kind of explain what's going on with the food bank right now? Um, so right now the food bank is trying to prep for everything that is going on, um, is about to come on. Um, they're trying to figure out um, mostly these provisional bags. Um, Joel and the provisional and I, bag, what, what, what do you mean by that? It's, well, so the government sent out those, those provisional bags to school-aged children, and they're pretty much going to mimic those um, as, as best that they can. So rice, beans, oil, oil toilet paper, obviously soaps. Um, but um, in order to prepare for um, the whole entire town, um, they're just taking a few steps to get lists of names together so it can be a bit more organized, which of course takes a little bit of time. So where are we at right now in the whole process? Um, honestly, Joellen and Sadie would be better people to speak to about that. I have really been concentrating myself on the sponsored meals with Chivo. Um, <laughs> I can so, hear you. Oh, this Joellen? Me. Oh man, this is going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many Joellens. <laughs> There's too many Joellens right now. Uh, so to clarify food, for everyone. They food bank Joellen and Chivo Joellen, so I know the difference. <laughs> okay, that, that's, that's, that's great. So food bank Joellen is probably well over her head swamped dealing with the list and just going crazy right now because you exactly. have to qualify who gets it and all that type of stuff. And then Chivo Joellen seems like she's come up with something sort of helpful that you're helping coordinate, Jill. So how about we jump into that? You explain what's happening there. Well, I'd like to first just say this was Jill's idea, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jill then. Um, it really just people were asking me how they could help, how they could feed. They know that I volunteer for the food bank and I did not know what to do because I knew that these provisional packages were gonna take a little bit. Uh, I learned a lot during Hurricane Nate. Um, so I took that, uh, I, I tried to take that into action. I was just chatting with Joellen and, um, a few people had mentioned something like a soup kitchen, which of course in this situation, it doesn't work. We can't group. We're not supposed to, you know, form any kind of a group. And so, um, this was my idea and I asked her and she said, yeah, let's give it a try. And, uh, and we did. <laughs> right on. So what's the, what's the general idea, uh, Chivo, Joellen, fill us in. Um, well, Jill essentially sends me a list every day with uh, people's names and how many orders they're going to need, and then we're filling the orders at this end. We um, are also receiving donations uh, from our customers, both, uh, well, actually in a few different ways, in cash at the restaurant, credit card at the restaurant, bank transfers locally, and as well, a friend set up a GoFundMe uh, account in the states so that we can accept donations internationally without the all the fees. Okay, but, so what is exact? What does that entail exactly? People receive a meal or a combined or yeah, it's a meal. Like, it's essentially like if you were to go to one of the restaurants and anywhere you get the double size or the the entero portion of arroz con pollo, it's one of them. So it's we did a little test. We asked a bunch of our staff. We're like, what is, a, is that for like one person or for two people? And everybody agreed that it's essentially for two. They're a pretty big portion. Um, but uh, so we send one of those out per person and that gives them enough for a meal and then leftovers the next day. I got you. And how much does it cost to get this big portion meal? 
Um, we're asking for an $11 nation to our staff, our front of house staff. A lot of them are out of jobs at the moment. Um, and those that are working are obviously seeing a huge cut in their uh, pay because their pay is a lot of it based on tips. So that dollar, though little, it is actually helps a few people here out individually. And then the $10 for the food covers obviously the cost of the food and then helps us with our overhead expenses, which are mainly at this point payroll, trying to keep as many people working. Uh, well, as many and as few at the same time. <laughs> it's a tricky balance. <laughs> it's, it's weird. And I know we're, we're laughing about it, but it's a tough situation because it is. It is. Uh, it, it's, it's, really, it's really hard to deal with and some really tough decisions have to be made by employers right now. And it's just, very, it's just a challenging thing come into work or not come into work. We obviously understand completely if uh, people feel unsafe and would rather not, then they're all being encouraged to stay home. Uh, those that have been with us the longest are the ones that are sticking around and coming in every day to make these meals. I got you. Well, well shout out to them and shout out to you guys for giving the platform. Uh, Jill, how is the financials working? Like, how, do you, how did you put this together? Um, I, <laughs> I just, um, figured we needed a way to get, um, you know, we needed a way to get these people fed the meals. I can't arrows con pollo. Um, it's a very hearty meal. It can be shared very easily. You could add vegetables, beans, simple things, um, to it to make more. Um, and, um, we do it takeout. So it's one person per household, um, can go and we are not having a group of people forming anywhere and um, at the same time i am keeping uh, when they call so they have to call me um and contact me um it would be best actually if they message me on whatsapp because i get so many things that are coming from so many different angles if i'm on the phone then i might miss a call and blah 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 so messaging on WhatsApp. Sure. do you want to say that number right now so we can get that out there for you Sure. It's um, 8427-9140. 506, obviously. Um, but 8427-9140. Um, I'm going to ask them a few questions. Um, the questions are obviously just to weed out anyone that may be taking advantage. But more importantly, it is to get um, a little bit of a database so that I can pass this information on to Joellen and Sadie, our food bank directors, for our regular distributions to see if these people and these families are in need really just for um, what's going on right now, or if they're going to need a little bit more long-term assistance. I so. get you. So you, you basically, it sounds like you two are building a bridge for the long-term program that's getting constructed right now. Is that correct? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This is to yeah, help it's really cool. In the meantime, while, uh, while those packages are being prepared. I got you. Well, Chivo Joel, and thank you for, again, for providing the platform in your restaurant. You guys are legends around here. I can't wait to do your normal podcast when we actually laugh and talk stories and yeah, all that fun. type of stuff. But for right now, <laughs> sitting next deal, to each other, <laughs> we'll deal well, with the pandemic. We appreciate it because it's actually helping us to keep some of our staff working and, and they appreciate it right now. The less keep restaurants so that shut down, the more people that we're not trying to feed and help. Right. So it, it's, it's helping the masses of those people that need to be assisted, hopefully lessen a little bit. Okay, so Jill, how long do you expect this part of the program to go on? 
Um, or did you design it for just a little while or yeah, I'm really going indefinitely or no, I'm really just, um, waiting to waiting for the food bank to, to get everything ready to set out the big provisional bags for the community. Um, hopefully at that point, um, hopefully, hopefully, um, we will be able to be going out a little bit more ourselves and going out to dinner and supporting all of our restaurants and all of our local businesses um, at that point. Uh, I know the food bank is the, uh, the directors and it's not just the food bank, uh, you know, the whole, the, the, all the committees that are working together to get these bags out and to get all this big assistance going on. Um, they are shooting for just after this weekend. But again, we're still dealing with things of not forming groups to package all these bags and figuring out exactly how to go about this while still maintaining the safety precautions that we need to. Mm, mm, that all makes sense. Are there any calls for volunteers or need that someone listening to this could help in some way or is it just so yeah, absolutely. Not right now, obviously. Right now, it's really good. Um, the system that we have worked out, the, the most of the people, all of the people so far have been able to um, get someone from their, their family, their neighbor's community to go pick up their food. Um, but once we are going to have to be packaging all these provisional bags, yeah, absolutely. We're going to need a lot of help putting all those bags together. You can contact, it's probably best to contact Joellen, uh, not. Uh, other Joellen. Uh, other Joellen. Or Sadie, uh, she's our other, um, the other food bank director. You can contact me, um, that's totally fine, and I will pass on the information as well. Is there an email that, our website, that we should be telling people about right now? I would say, um, well, the, the GoFundMe for, for everything that's going on here, but um, you can go to the Nosara Food Bank Facebook page, and that will lead you right into our website, and the donation links and everything, all the, updated, every, all the updated information is all on there. Okay, anything to add, uh, Ms. Chivo, Joellen, um, to any of this? That, uh, that uh, Jill and I agreed that if, if donations exceed the need for these meals at El Chivo, uh, we will deposit the remainder of the balance to the food bank. So, oh, cool. yeah, just to be clear with everyone, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I guess, all right, so let's, we'll role play real quick here. So, I walk up to somebody, it's like, hey, won't you spend 11 bucks from El Chivo for the needy? Somebody says, hey, 11 bucks, what are you talking about? 11 bucks, that's like a whole meal. Your answer is this is covering your staff. This is also basically covering a double, a double meal that can be mixed with other things. And you're accomplishing or killing several birds with one stone with that $11. It's not just, hey, here's a piece of chicken, bye. I can, I can pretty much guarantee that there's no profit happening at Chivo just right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're digging into uh, our high season savings right now. So. Yeah. So, Chivo, Joellen, you're telling me you're not using this pandemic as a way to take advantage of the populace no. and all that good stuff by doing this? I mean, obviously, it's a delicate subject. I don't want to, I, I don't feel like we should be doing any kind of promotions. We were not encouraging people to come out of their houses. However, we rely on people to come out of their houses. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, at least this way, you got, you, you, you build a bridge and that's really cool. So Jill Ryan, shout out to you. Uh, Chivo Joellen, you and Matt are awesome. Um, and Food Bank Joellen, who's not here, um, maybe when the time's right, you guys just let me know whenever we need to do an announcement as far as once things really get rolling and you need volunteers and yada, yada, yada. I'm happy to help get that out there. Absolutely. Thank you so much uh, for all your help. You know, and using this platform is an amazing way to um, yeah. get, get people uh, to know. If I might 
uh, say this at this time. If you, if anyone, if you laid off a gardener, a housekeeper, uh, a nanny, anyone that you know, um, and that, that is in need of assistance right now that is, you know, probably picking maybe this Friday between paying an electric bill or putting some food in their stomach, um, to please, um, give me a shout. Don't be shy. Um, take take advantage of it. Yeah, really cool. It, it, it also seems like with the way things are going, it might get a little worse before it gets better. Um, that might be the understatement of a little while, but I'll tell both of you, I, I've been very honest in, in all the recordings and podcasts I've recorded today and in the recent past days and weeks, I'm scared. Like I'm, I really am. I don't have a lot of money. Nosara is pretty expensive and uh, I'm nervous and I've never been through a pandemic. I've, uh, I've seen it. I've went through a couple of crashes. I'm used to those. <laughs> this is different though. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do as far as really so I mean, many different things. First ever global pandemic. Nobody's had practice at this before. <laughs> so I, you know, day by all... day. Well, Hey Jill, at least your hurricane Third practice us. got us, uh, got us this, this program that you're working on now. So there's this some positive true. out this of that. Is... This is true. Yeah. <laughs> now, and the other thing is, Nosara, for whatever reason, the one thing you can say is when things go bad, Nosara pulls together. Seems like a lot of, uh, a lot of the, the stuff we argue about and the weird lines that are drawn in between people drop down whenever something goes wrong, whether that's flood, fire, earthquake, pandemic. Um, and that's one really cool thing about this place. Are you two both comfortable being here right now, or do you wish you were somewhere else? Uh, me personally, I'm very comfortable. I think I'm in one of the safest places I could be. Um, even though I'm Canadian and healthcare there is pretty good, uh, I think that where we are in Nosara at the moment is extremely safe. There are zero cases confirmed here. There's very limited amount of movement happening. Most people are being pretty uh, diligent about if not going out at all, at least minimizing their movements. And uh, we also have live, all, we all live a pretty healthy lifestyle here. So I think that, um, you know, I think this is a pretty safe space. There's a lot of open air and not a lot of population. So we have that going for us here. <laughs> Thanks for what you're doing. I know running a restaurant is already hard enough and the margins are so slim. And Mar That's the part that, uh, yeah, a lot of people forget. Or don't know. Yeah. But, uh, hey, actually, well, that, while you, while we have this platform, a lot of people will see this. You don't see like your normal emails, um, or I'm sorry, normal social media type stuff. What would you kind of like to get out there as far as that subject goes? Because people right now, so frequently, are like, "Oh, they own this restaurant. They have all this money." That's kind of a misconception. People think business owners have a ton of money, and that's not really uh, always well, the yeah, case. The restaurant industry uh, generally have about a three to 5% profit margin. And, you know, I think a lot of people think that, well, it only costs me this much to make it at home. So how can, you know, the rest is profit, but there's a huge overhead that we have in the restaurant industry that, uh, that is larger than in, in a lot of other industries. So <clears throat> it's like, yeah, I mean, for every hundred dollars we sell, we make three. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. You, you need volume, plain and simple. You need volume. The thing I'm most worried about is if this turns into a prolonged or extended situation is the crime that would come out of it. Do you remember in like 09 to 2010, 
11 range when things were really bad, how the, the crime got much harder and much heavier because a little bit more intense. Um, I, I want to make sure people understand that the food bank by providing food and providing by providing peace of mind, really, it can keep people calm. If you know that you're going to get fed, your kids are going to get fed and people are going to have a source of sustenance. Nice. I think we can avoid a tremendous amount of crime. And, and I'm not talking about the steal your flip flops type of crime. Like for a while there, we had like kick the door in, tie people up type stuff back in the day. And I don't, I don't ever want to go back to that. And by providing food for people, hopefully that alleviates a massive amount of pressure. So I just want to give a big heartfelt thank you uh, and encourage people to get out there. It's not just getting rice and beans or that $11 dinner into their hands for this one moment. It, there's, a, there's a bigger picture going on here. And um, you guys are stepping up. So thank yeah. you. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, um, hey, anything else while you have this platform? Anyone you, you want to yell at or tell any good jokes to? Or anything like that while 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 we're online. <laughs> virtual hugs, virtual hugs. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, one of my last questions, predictions. When do you guys think the beach? Will, when do you think the beaches will open again? I think they'll open the beaches after Semana Santa. I think. That yeah, that I kind of agree. We targeted at Semana Santa and the crowds that uh, we draw here at the beaches from San Jose. Um, obviously, I think everybody agrees that going to the beach alone is a perfectly safe thing to do, but, but we have to remember that laws aren't made for individuals, laws are made for groups. Mm. It's okay for me to be alone, everybody would be down there. So obviously, you know, those, that law is there specifically for the Semana Santa crush, and none of us want to be inundated with people from San Jose traveling here perhaps bursting our uh you bringing know, coronavirus <laughs> so obviously we're all in agreement with that we don't want that to happen gotcha. so I, I support it i know it seems very hard and difficult but i think that if we don't particularly as foreigners here we're sending a really bad message it shows a lot of disdain for the law and i and i i don't ha i can't i can't support that <laughs> Gotcha. From so Chivo Joel and stay off the beach. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to go to the beach. Hey, I'm I'm like the person that goes to the beach with my headphones on, and I don't talk to anybody. But I'm not going right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for that, uh, Miss Ryan. Thank you for this idea, getting it started. You both thank are awesome. Thank you for everything. Uh, oh, my pleasure. Uh, keep me posted, and I'll help circulate whatever it is that you guys need uh, to go out. And again, both for both of you. Next time you come on the podcast, let's find something happy to talk about. And uh, hopefully the pandemic woes are gone or at least a lot smaller than they are right now. None of us can even remember what we talked about before. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's true. Really true. It's like, what was life like? <laughs> oh, oh, man. Well, maybe use this time to kind of draft out what, what your future life is going to be, I guess. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Strange times. Strange times. And again, thanks. Thank you, Rich. Thanks, Rich. Bye-bye. Ciao.